0: Dave and Darren and the top five things. Oh boy, it's time, friends, for another podcast. Uh, A look back, a review, if you'll allow it, Mm -hmm. of what we got done on our morning show. That's Dave and Darren in the morning, which you can hear every Monday through Friday weekday. Why wouldn't you? Uh, We're on from 5.30 until 10. Darren? Yes, As much as we enjoy doing the Top 5 Things podcast, we should uh, face facts. We couldn't do it without the help of our benevolent sponsor, and that would be Nature's Treatment of Illinois.
1: Yes, they are the only locally owned dispensary. They've got two locations, Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg, and they're open seven days a week. That's awfully nice. Both dispensaries offer recreational cannabis. Milan also offers medicinal cannabis including topicals for localized pain. Let's get into it. One. Number one. Number one. Number one. And this should be obvious. Okay, number one. Number one. One. One.
0: one.
1: Number one.
0: Now the tale of Stone Man Willie. Stone Man Willie has been buried, Darren. Ah,
1: I think I know what you're talking about.
0: Stone Man Willie buried, uh, despite the fact that uh, he died 128 years ago. Yes. This guy, better known as, uh, well, his his real name was James Murphy, but he's better known as Stone Man Willie. He's finally been laid to
1: rest. It looks like he was resting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's been in a coffin on display for 128 years. They called him Stone Man Willie because his skin was super hard, the result of an experimental embalming technique. Over the weekend in Reading, Pennsylvania, they finally saw fit to bury this guy under a black tombstone that says both Stoneman Willie and James Murphy. They say it was the reverent, respectful thing to do.
1: It just took us a while to get there. In well, you know, 128
0: years. Kyle Blankenbiller is the director of the Theo C. Almond Funeral Home. That's where this guy has been on display. What? Since 1895. He became
1: something of like a... Mascot? Yes. So, but he's already, he's there for every funeral that's gone on since then. Since
0: 1895, yeah. An alleged pickpocketed alcoholic, Murphy gave the Allegedly. Cop- <laughs> Murphy gave the cops a false name to avoid shaming his wealthy Irish father. His mom was no, none too pleased about it either.
1: That's all I need.
0: When he died of kidney failure in jail, no known relative could be found to claim the body. So they sent it to the Theo C. Almond Funeral Home, where the undertaker experimented with a, with a new embalming formula. He used so intense a concoction that Murphy was mummified, left with leathery skin and a gaunt appearance. But with his hair, his black hair and his teeth
1: completely intact. G. No, oh, it's a good look. It it we get it. <laughs> we get it. It's
0: look at that hair though. He looked um, he, he look gorgeous. Oh, you look like he could be a world leader. Stoneman Willie would spend the next 128 years in an open casket in the funeral home they got permission from the state of Pennsylvania to keep it so as to monitor signs of decomposition.
1: What difference does it make?
0: Stone Man Willie became the object of fascination for thousands of people, including countless curious locals, researchers, and in decades past, school children would visit him oh. on class trips. He attracted more crowds in recent days as the funeral home decided... Maybe it was time to put him in the ground. Time to say goodbye. Everyone okay with that? At Saturday's funeral, Murphy's true identity, discovered with help from local historians, was publicly revealed for the first time. Oh, this is the first time we heard about this James Murphy stuff? Yes. Murphy hailed from New York, finally laid to rest wearing an 1890s tuxedo after his body was paraded through the town in a motor... Hooray! (laughs) Hooray! <laughs> one He <laughs> was paraded through the town of Reading, one, Pennsylvania one last in a motorcycle hearse. Mo-
1: not a sidecar. One last time.
0: Leikenbeller from the funeral home says it was like saying goodbye to a friend. Quote, he has just become such an icon, such a storied part not only of Reading's past, but certainly its present.
1: It won't be a funeral without him. <laughs> well, hopefully he can rest in peace now.
0: Hey, kids, our class trip, we're going to go visit Stone Can't. Man Willie. He's hes a guy that's been dead since the 1890s. Wow. I mean... Think of this, when World War II ended, this guy was dead and on display for 60 years.
1: Yeah, and every funeral that took place.
0: Yeah, you had to walk by Stone Man Willie.
1: Willie, good to see you. Is that what's going to happen to Grandpa? Number two. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Number two. 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 A
0: woman's box of giraffe poop that she was planning on turning into a necklace Seized at the Minneapolis airport. You hate when that happens. Stopped by the Customs and Border Patrol officers up there at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. What do you got there? After she was found with giraffe poop that she wanted to make into a necklace. The droppings were seized by border officials after a woman returning from Kenya declared the animal feces prompting an inspection by the Customs and Border Patrol agricultural specialists. Now, I don't
1: know a lot about giraffe poop. Uh, yeah, you could write a book about what I don't know about giraffe poop. But it seems to me that that would be mm-hmm. a very bulky necklace. <laughs> not, not, not real subtle. <laughs> I mean, if you're just doing like the... <laughs>
0: what is that you're wearing, darling? What oh, you, this?
1: What do you think I'm wearing?
0: The answer might surprise you. She told that, uh, the Customs and Border Patrol officers that she had previously used moose poop to make jewelry at her home in Iowa. Droppings were seized <laughs> by the border officials. Again, she wanted to make a necklace out of this. The giraffe poop was taken and destroyed by a process they call steam sterilization per USDA protocol. They say there's a real danger in bringing fecal matter into the United States. If this person had entered the United States and not declared these items, there's a high possibility that somebody could have contracted a disease from the jewelry and developed some
1: serious health issues getting a pretty serious uh, rash on my neck.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm looking at it now. It's not as big as you would think. They look like uh, little tiny stones. She said she was going to make a necklace out of it. Do, do you sell that, or is that something you wear yourself?
1: To the premier.
0: <laughs> Who are you wearing? Oh, this? It's Jeffrey the Giraffe's lunch.
1: I'm also wearing Garanimals.
0: They say animal feces from Kenya could contain African swine fever, classical swine fever, Newcastle disease, foot and mouth disease, swine vascular disease. You need a permit, a veterinary services permit, to bring feces from another country into these United States. Now, where do you get that permit at?
1: Where is that sitting? Uh,
0: Yeah, I got a big box of giraffe poop, but uh, here's my uh, paperwork that shows that I'm. I see all these
1: other permits up here, but where is the poop permit?
0: Where can I get that?
1: You guys got some of those behind the desk?
0: I mean, not for nothing. We got plenty of giraffes in America, right? Yeah, why do you have to travel? couldn't you just go to a
1: zoo and be like, hey. Uh, and just bide your time?
0: <laughs> Hide out in
1: a bush. Dress up as a bush.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: A little something for the bushy.
0: Sure. And then, you know,
1: just. Scamper in there. Play.
0: <laughs> Scamper in. Pick up the giraffe leavings.
1: And I'll be leaving as well.
0: I will say. It probably makes a lot more sense to make a necklace out of giraffe poop than to try and make a necklace for a giraffe,
1: because I don't know how that would even work.
0: Do you have to just go around
1: the... i tell you what would be uh, labor-intensive is is making a turtleneck for a giraffe.
0: Now you're talking. And if you're going to do that, don't make it out of
1: another animal's poop no it just goes on and on yeah this is no you would think that i you would think it would make more sense if you were to do uh if you're going to use the leavings yes it'd be like something that's petrified you know not something that's actually still fresh
0: (laughs) yeah it's the plan was to come back to iowa and make a necklace out of this I don't know where in Iowa this lady is from. I'm hoping it's not here. Why is
1: your necklace steaming? Okay. This is not what we need at the too, farmer's market. Too soon? <laughs> yes. Yes. Too soon.
0: I, I've just got a necklace in mind. You know, when I saw this giraffe poop in Kenya, I thought, I've got to have that and make jewelry out of it. I bet people go crazy for it. No, please, uh, please refrain. The the people at the customs office are, are asking. They put us up. All. With, they put up with enough. You know they they really do. Three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 This is from the Internet Hall of Fame. There's an Internet Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, it's something else. It's a post somebody shares here, just about uh, a memory that they wanted to share. Okay. Once we went to the dentist with my mom. Yeah. And it was just us and one other guy in the waiting room. Uh-huh. Jurassic Park was starting on the TV. Yeah. So we sat and waited through the entire movie. What? No names were called. <laughs> As the credits rolled, the other man in the waiting room got up and called my mom's name. He was the dentist. Oh, oh. just wanted to catch that movie before we get to work on your cleaning or whatever it is that you're here for. Uh, can you believe we, we've sat and watched this whole movie in here? Yeah,
1: I can believe it. I'm the now, dentist. And because now that it's over, I'm willing to see you. The receptionist is out today. Wow. No one else was scheduled during that period, huh? Uh, I
0: guess you don't schedule. I blocked
1: that off myself.
0: Once we went to the dentist with my mom, and it was just us and one other guy in the waiting room. Jurassic Park was starting on the TV, so we sat and waited through the entire movie. No names called. As the credits rolled, the other man got up and called my mom's name. He was the dentist. Wouldn't you leave after like an hour of nobody even acknowledging
1: that you are in the room? You, would, you wouldn't be asking, hello, hello, is anyone here? You wouldn't, you wouldn't find it odd? It's the sort of memory, and certainly if you were, like, really young, mm-hmm. as to, did that really happen?
0: See, I was at the dentist when I was really young, and they put me on nitric oxide. Yes. What they called, uh, back in the day, they called it the bozo
1: nose. Yes.
0: So they got me all hopped up on laughing gas, and then they turned the lights off in the room where I was at. And then they forgot about me. I was in there. For thirty minutes, and let me tell you something. My arms felt just like two balloons. I was, yeah. I was pretty, uh, pretty out there. Pretty messed up. Is but this I,
1: is this real life? I do You're remember. That kid.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing the the humming of the machine, and I came to understand that that hum was really the only sound of the universe. That that was what was generating everything. That was the machine that was moving all of
1: the planets and the stars in their alignment. And then the blemishes on the um, person that was helping out. Right, so then the, the hygienist.
0: Right, so then this is 1982, mind you. So uh, then I hear one of them go, oh my God, this kid is still in here.
1: <laughs> which is
0: something to Which would have freaked me out. If I wasn't so gassed up, I was on. I mean, I was in a condo on Pluto at that point. Oh and, and they're like, <laughs> oh, my God, this kid is still in here. It's like they I... had forgotten about me because they turn they turn the lights off to calm me down. Yes. But then they just forgot about me. So I'm just laying there, just <laughs> huffing on this laughing gas for ever and ever. And they finally get around <laughs> to working on me. The dentist is drilling a hole in my tooth for the cavity. Uh-huh. And his assistant, the dental hygienist, she had some some zits on her face. And I was able to play Asteroids and Pac Man staring at the zits on her face. I was able to, they were like animated and moving
1: around. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, it was Now, cla- who
1: was waiting for you in the waiting room?
0: My, my mom. Yeah. But, like, you know, wh- what is she going to do? Say, uh, my kid's been in there a she's, long time? She's busy watching Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't out in 1982. You didn't have TVs in waiting rooms back then. Yeah. I remember, uh, They 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 got done with me and they're like,
1: "You need to sit here for a while before we can let you walk around." Sure, we're we're not sure how this is gonna turn out. We've never gassed anyone that for that long. I I mean I I went I took a trip, Daddy.
0: I just never stop at leaving. Say no to acid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was something else. I gotta say, as as a ten year old, I did not hate that trip to the dentist. But as I look back at it with the perspective of an adult and as a parent, I think, oh, that's not great. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've never I've never dreaded the dentist. No? I'm not dreaded. Yeah, 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 I mean, some people just freak out. It's like, I don't want you touching my teeth. Yeah, no. No, you get to a point where you realize it's pretty
0: great to go to the dentist. But I will say I, I've never had an experience like that since. I've been oh, yeah. I've been chasing that dragon for 40 years now. Four. Four.
1: Four. 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 Four.
0: I'd like to take you now for this next story to a beautiful uh, beach community. It's really a, a region, really, called Costa Blanca. Costa Blanca. You ever been?
1: No, not to my knowledge. Oh, you must go.
0: What is this? Mexico? No, no, no. Costa Blanca is in Spain. Espana. Costa Blanca meaning the white coast. It's on the Mediterranean coastline of Spain. Gorgeous, gorgeous region. Let me
1: guess what you're gonna to do to this beach.
0: No, no, no. There's no sharks. Oh. No. It's just a beautiful part of Spain. It's really good for hiking and climbing. A lot of like limestone. Why you don't you take climb a hike around. Doesn't sound like a bad idea. I'd love to. Yeah, if you're if you're looking for like a really nice Mediterranean beach uh Costa Blanca I mean it's a big giant region of Spain. You can go and have a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of German tourists go there. a lot of uh, British tourists go there it's where it's where you go It's well, like- they had
1: some list recently about what the top restaurants in the world were. Mm-hmm. And the place that had the most yeah, was Spain. I don't
0: doubt it. It's gorgeous. There's some restaurants in Spain that are in the news. Because this guy, uh, who was 50 years old, it says originally from Lithuania, a expat, he's now in jail, after failing to pay, fines. This guy's gimmick was he would go to a nice restaurant there in Costa Blanca,-huh, and then he would fake a heart attack.
1: Oh, I can't pay
0: to not pay his bill.
1: And he has done this, they say, in at least
0: 20 different restaurants. so this is
1: not a dine and dash. No! It's a dine and drop.
0: Yes! Faking heart attacks in at least 20 restaurants in a brazen bid to avoid paying the bill. 50-year-old, originally from Lithuania, charged after failing to fork out two fines following his outrageous series of, it says here, Theatrical Dine and Dashes.
1: Oh! Oh!
0: It's the big one, Elizabeth.
1: Yeah, right.
0: They've posted this guy's picture now. Yes. And it's it's a picture of him slumped out on the floor pretending to be dead from a heart
1: attack. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you see this guy. <laughs> if, if you see this guy. Don't let him into your restaurant. Okay, so does it say yes, how, his gimmick is Does it say how old he is? He's fifty. He's fifty. This guy's okay. a champ. Okay, he's a yeah. champ.
0: Yeah, this guy, his his gimmick is he goes to the
1: Oh, oh.
0: He goes one restaurant
1: owner, he would pull the same dramatic act in almost every venue he targeted. But yeah, but he moves around, just does it the one time at the Each restaurant.
0: Well, yeah, I can't imagine you could go back to a different, the same restaurant and And pull it. Try to do it again. (laughs) Right.
1: Because he's thinking what? That the restaurant uh, owner or the team is just 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 happy that you survived. Oh, my God, what a blessing. Thank God he didn't die in our restaurant. That would be bad for business. That wouldn't be good for business, would it?
0: One restaurant owner revealed this guy would order several glasses of white label whiskey to wash down a Russian salad before faking a heart attack.
1: Ah, Very particular meal. (laughs) What is a
0: Russian salad? I can't imagine a Lithuanian would enjoy a Russian salad. That seems on the face of it wrong. Uh, Among the eateries he scammed were El Buen Comer and Salé and Pepe. The manager of El Buen Comer said, quote, He was very theatrical. He pretended to faint and slumped himself down on the floor. We are sending this picture all around to all the restaurants to try and stop him from striking again. Uh, this picture really does say say everything, Darren. I think, again, you'll, like, I think you'll really enjoy this, guy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This is the it. picture that they're sending to all of the uh, the restaurants. Here, I'll put it up on the magic screen if you're watching us on uh, planet939.com. Uh-huh. Uh, he's just... He's just pretending to be, uh, you know, out of it. He's now been jailed for 42 days after repa- refusing to pay two fines for pulling this. Stuff. And it
1: looks like a, a Russian salad. An authentic Russian salad is mm-hmm. almost, almost like a potato salad. It's boiled potatoes, carrots, and eggs mixed with pickles, hams, and peas in mayonnaise. So it's like a potato salad. God,
0: that's everything I hate. <laughs> That's that's a hard net for me. <laughs> no. No thanks. Uh-huh. So yeah, at least 20 different times this guy has has pulled this and he's wearing a t-shirt by the way that says in this picture today I will be awesome. Look at him. Just <laughs> just, just dead to the world. Yeah, very- or so he'd have you believe.
1: He's got a look on his face just like, Mm -hmm. you really want me out of your restaurant? (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't want want any of this. You don't want me paying for
0: all the white label whiskey and Russian salad I consumed?
1: He (laughs) looks like a 50 year old newborn baby. He exactly does. It's like a baby. He's even got the look of a newborn baby.
0: (laughs) That's like when your baby, like, after you have fed your baby, uh-huh. and they're like yeah. trying to figure out how to fall asleep, that's the look a baby gives you right after a feeding. Well, it looks
1: like no, it's the look of a baby that just left you a little gift. Well, there's that <laughs> too. There's that
0: too. Looks like somebody's about to make a little uh, uh, a, little, a little, little boom boom a little a little
1: prize for mom and dad. Stinky yo-yo, no thanks. <laughs> Number five. 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 Number five.
0: That's the latest from Blink-182. One more time, Dave and Darren, Planet 93.9, Unpopular Opinions. Yes. These are people who think differently than we do. And our first unpopular opinion is about that very song from Blink-182. Yeah? Blink-182's new music being completely self-referential about their post-breakup relationship yeah. with one another is exhausting and it's boring. Look, I've been a Blink fan since the 90s. I get that nostalgia is a powerful drug, and I am certainly not immune, having spent thousands of dollars on blink tickets this year. Yeah. But their whole shtick right now, with every song, video, and interview being about their breakup and reunion, it's exhausting. I wish Tom DeLonge had pulled a Freshante and rejoined the band and just started hammering out the jams. It's like hanging out with a couple who is recently back together, and they can only talk about how they survived their breakup. An unpopular opinion. Uh, Text-Mex, this unpopular opinion begins. Yeah? Text-Mex is better than Mexican food. I've tried a lot of both. (laughs) Tex-Mex is more flavorful, while Mexican is just beans (laughs) and rice and some bread. The store-bought stuff is more like Mexican than Tex-Mex. And this is coming from a perspective of around 100 miles away from the border. So there are plenty of Mexican options here. Is this an unpopular opinion?
1: So you prefer, you like a little steak, in your, uh, in your meal. I'm
0: guessing. Plenty of unpopular opinions that are food-based. Yeah,
1: that's the most probably popular.
0: Next unpopular opinion. I prefer chips that have been low, left open to absorb the air's moisture. <laughs> Example. All kinds of chips. Example. Cheese puffs. Yeah? Leaving the bag slightly open and returning to them after a few days will mean they've absorbed some of the air's moistures, resulting in a softer cheese puff that folds when you bite it instead of being crunchy and snappy. It turns the cheese puff into a dense, chewy strip in your mouth before dissolving, which I think is way better than fresher, undehydrated well, that, cheese puff. That's true about the cheese puff. You're right about that. I don't know about leaving them open, though. That seems... Uh, More unpopular opinions about food. Uh, This one I happen to go along with. Uh I want your take. Sweet potatoes are the worst potatoes. They're not my favorite. Seriously, they are terrible. It has this sweet flavor to it that can't decide if it wants to be more sweet or just bland. And the aftertaste is terrible. The texture is rancid. This half mushy and somewhat hard texture just became sludge in your mouth. It looks like chewed and spat out carrot. And you compare it to roasted potatoes or mashed or twice-baked potatoes. Yeah. yeah, compared to those a sweet potato, not good. Disgusting and vile. Viled. Not viled. Viled. Vile. Not vile. 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 Let's keep Mr. Freeze out of this one. <laughs> vile. Vile. <laughs> Clubhouse sandwiches don't need that third piece of bread. The third piece of bread is essentially a filler ingredient. So a club sandwich. It's Yes. They call them clubhouse sandwiches, I guess. Uh That third piece of bread is essentially a filler ingredient. It's not really helpful taste-wise. It tastes like unnecessary filler for a regular, decent toasted sandwich that has the same ingredients but only has two slices of bread. Do, what, I wonder if they have
1: the same sort of argument with the Big Mac.
0: You don't need that, uh, that piece of bread in the middle?
1: Some might say.
0: These are unpopular opinions. IKEA furniture isn't really that difficult to put together. <laughs> For what feels like a couple of decades now, the go-to example of overly complex instructions in movies, TV, stand-up sets, and editorials... Has been the IKEA instruction manual. Sure, the pamphlets have those weird little people in hard hats with graphic design that, while intended to be understood cross culturally, may be overly simplistic at times. But in my opinion, unpopular as it may be, if you can follow Lego instructions, you should be able to follow IKEA instructions. And if you can't follow IKEA instructions, maybe work on a Lego set
1: with a friend. <laughs> Now let me ask you this, because I've never put anything together with uh, IKEA. Yeah, yeah, well, plenty of it in my house. You do? Okay. Yeah. Because I put some stuff together for my mom. Okay. Recently. Yeah. And it wasn't an IKEA. More or less the same thing. But yeah, but you're putting something together. Yeah. When they talk about instructions, it's just pictures. That's it. You don't.
0: There's. It's a cartoon man telling you, "Here's what you do. This but... drops into here."
1: Yeah, but there's no actual
0: instructions. You're right. No, you're absolutely right.
1: They don't say, do this, do this, do this. Right. It's just basically a picture. Yes. Yeah. 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 Same thing with Ikea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I guess they do that so that they can sell the furniture anywhere, right? Otherwise, you got to print yeah. 50 different things. No, ranges. and I
1: understand having the picture. I get that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there aren't any instructions on top of it is... Is, and is there are
0: times, too, I've found where they say, okay, put this into here, but it doesn't say, like, which way it's supposed to go, if that makes any sense, where there's, like, different screws and doohickeys where it's
1: like... It just seems like yeah. you could have a, just be a little bit more detailed.
0: Could be, yes. Unpopular opinions. It's annoying to be in the waiting room of a doctor's office, dentist, etc., and have a TV blaring in the middle of the room especially when I'm trying to get work done in that time. Do we really need to be constantly entertained? Can't I just sit in silence with my thoughts for 10 minutes, please? Yeah. These TVs everywhere, it's enough. And I usually, it isn't tuned to anything useful, like the weather. Assuming uh, the appointments during the day, I generally find it's tuned to something that makes me feel my brain cells are popping in my head like bubble wrap. I'm not interested in Judge Judy or Dr. Phil.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay with that.
0: Less TVs in the waiting rooms, huh? Oh my
1: God, where was I? I was I think I, I think I was waiting uh, I think I was waiting for someone else. Yeah. They had that view on. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, uh, I was about ready to rip the television out of the wall. <laughs> Have you ever seen that show?
0: Of course i've seen the. View. oh my god i haven't watched
1: it recently but that is the most horrific thing known to man <laughs> oh it makes your head explode unpopular
0: opinion if you're not a fan of your hometown team in sports yeah and you're a fan of another team yeah what you are is a fraudulent poser <laughs> it doesn't make any sense this is how sports work. Uh-huh. There is no team identity apart from its geographic location. Mm-hmm. Liking another team because of its logo, its players yeah. or colors, yeah. that's repulsive reasoning. Yeah. It says you aren't actually a fan of the sport, but what you are is an emotional bandwagoner. Honestly, the only half decent excuses are if you're born in a different place and moved to a new place. Yeah. And maybe if old gramps introduced you to the sport when you were a kid and you liked the team your grandfather supported. But bad news for you in that situation. (laughs) Bad news is coming. (laughs) Bad news for you in that situation. Your grandfather is gone, and he was a fraud, and so are you. Oh, boy. It seems very, very specific. They're not talking to me. You know, I grew up in the Chicago suburbs, and I had a bunch of friends. And it was because of the time of, uh, that I grew up. Of. Yeah. But I, there were a bunch of pals to this day that are either cowboy fans or Steeler fans. Just because Even, they were going to the Super Bowls? Well, I mean, that was it. The Bears in the 70s when I was growing no, they up
1: sucked. were terrible. Yeah. But
0: like, I remember like the.
1: That, but the, that's, why when, that's why when they got good in the 80s, mm-hmm. it felt so good. It's true. It's true. No but picnic like, right now, though. <laughs> there, were these, there were these winter
0: coats that were all the rage in the uh-huh. late 70s and early 80s. And I swear, Bears coats, you, didn't, you couldn't find them. And it wasn't because they were popular. It's because all the kids were wearing Steelers or Cowboys. Yeah. Everywhere. I, and I never understood that. Bears are going to kick some ass. Yay!
1: No. I mean, you know, we... We didn't live in Chicago, but that was what you got as far as television was concerned. So that's why, that's your team. Exactly. And quite frankly, I mean, we got Cub games. We got Cub games on Sunday. We didn't get White Sox games. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. Inflatable lawn decorations
0: Uh are tacky and lazy. They've been blowing up in popularity over the last decade, and I don't know why. I honestly expected them to fade out because of how ugly they are, but no. And when they're not being actively inflative, they're literally just a pile of fabric on your yard, killing your grass and generally being ugly. I've seen inflatable turkeys for Thanksgiving, which is just insane. <laughs> Who in their right mind is decorating the outside of their property to celebrate Thanksgiving? Unpopular opinions. Last one. Using hair dryers uh-huh. to dry your whole body <laughs> is one of the most relaxing feelings you can get. <laughs> I, I, to give I, you a I, bit of context, uh-huh. I love using hair dryers. <laughs> and not just to dry my hair. Uh-huh. I use them to dry my whole body. And I, when I... Say whole body. Uh Uh-huh.
1: I mean all of it.
0: I enjoy the warm air. It is like a ritual for me to warm myself with a hairdryer after a relaxing shower. Now it's a ritual. It's the non-plus ultra of feeling comfortable. Huh. The hairdryer sound is also really calming, and it is so much more relaxing than just drying yourself off with a towel. you remember
1: that... One woman on that show that sleeps with a hairdryer? Yeah, she goes through them. I wonder if she does that. I mean... It would make sense that she does. It seems like it would take a long time. Well...
0: Right? I mean... It's you, well, I mean, it's, you could use a towel somewhat. I don't think this person's interested in a towel. It doesn't, sound like, doesn't,
1: so, doesn't sound like they are. You go to their house, it's like, where are your towels at? towels you know why it's a ritual because it takes forever <laughs> it's 45 minutes that's why it's a ritual <laughs> half my days just running I, a hair dryer I, I, up typ- and down typically when i <laughs> typically when i'm done with a shower i kind of want to be out of the bathroom in the next what th- three minutes
0: right the reason i take showers and this is maybe this is my unpopular opinion is it's to get started on my day. <laughs> right. I got not turn it into a ritual. i got things i got to do. I'm not sitting in the bathroom playing mini
1: Ripperton. You know what loving I... Loving
0: on myself for a half an hour. You know
1: what I prefer as a ritual instead? Sleeping an extra hour.
0: <laughs> You're always so exhausted. Well. <laughs> well, it's my rituals. That hair dryer's <laughs> keep me up all night. Very soothing, though. It's a ritual, if you'll allow it. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. Those were some unpopular opinions. I feel like we learned a lot about our, our fellow citizens. And our bodies. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it would be like this. And that was Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast. Not too shabby. Thanks for listening, downloading, subscribing, leaving reviews, telling your friends. All the stuff you do. It's appreciated. It hasn't gone unnoticed. I saw it. Till we get a chance to do it for you again, we want to thank Nature's Treatment of Illinois, of course, for sponsoring the podcast.
1: Nature's Treatment has the largest menu in all of Illinois and offers a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flower, vapes, edibles, and so much more. If you are an Illinois resident, make sure you sign up for your medical cannabis card through LeafWell, and you'll receive coupons and discounts. Until next time, hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, uh, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities rep this spot. Davin, boy, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock guy, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline. yeah, they keep it hot, con uh. Dios. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! Stand clear of the closing doors, please.